mentioned before I knew my brother's funeral was going to hit me pretty hard and it did um seeing everybody there there was over 200 people I think uh 240 signed in to the sign-in sheet but at a time the venue we had was could only hold 200 people but there's people outside there's people um in the back area because like it, it was a uh, Knights of Columbus I don't know if you guys know about those they're pretty nationwide in America, at least, but, um, they're, I think they're Catholic, not Christian, it's a Catholic establishment, and, um, most of my family, like I mentioned before, I grew up Catholic, um, not anymore, haven't been since I was 12, but, um, my family's Catholic, and they are big on that, a lot of my, um, cousins are about that, and my dad's cousins as well, and so, um, they jumped on top of it and were like, oh yeah, we'll give you the venue. Don't worry about it. Don't even trip. Just tell us a day. So we had it. It was fucking awesome. It was really, really cool to see a lot of his friends. Um, my brother's uh, mom was there, her family, um, which I, I kind of know them already. I've seen them a handful of times, you know. Um, it's just been years since I've seen them. Uh, but, you know, we caught up the day before and we were setting up everything and then during the event everything went well um so that's the main reason why I haven't put anything out for a while but uh yeah I decided you know I gotta fucking do something so or at least vent cause at work I've been kinda like holding back a lot of people at work have been pointing out to me they're like dude you're kinda weird right lately I'm like well yeah dude, I'm dealing with all kind of shit and um and then what sucked even on top of that uh was uh my in-laws who were like super fucking family orientated, which I mean, I'm fine with it. I don't give a fuck because I don't really see them. Like I said, I work on the weekends by choice. <laughs> In reality, it's because I like seeing my kids on the weekend. Like I got to hang out with my daughter when she was little. I had weekdays off. So instead of sending her to a babysitter or anything else, I hung out with her. So I got to have one-on-one with her and that was fucking awesome. She loves me to death because of that she fucking loves reading books with me there's things that she likes doing with me that only I do with her like I, I fly her like an airplane where I pick her up and I run around the house with her and shit like that um what else oh she loves fucking punk rock and rock music and shit like that garage rock mainly now pop she really loves pop music 
Like I said, I like pop music when it's not cheesy. Like, if it's something stupid, I don't care. Uh, I'll listen to it, but I don't give a fuck about it. But if it's really good, we're like, damn, this is really good pop music. Like, to me, Maroon 5 is like, off the top of my head, that's like one of the best pop music I can fucking listen to all day. Maroon 5 is good shit. Um, she loves shit like that. Uh, but then her mom, you know, my wife, like, she loves all kind of pop music, of course. And so there's a bunch of songs that she'd be like, I like this song. And uh, recently it's been Doja Cat. Doja Cat's fucking cool, man. Not only did my daughter give me the Doja Cat, I love Doja Cat. Doja Cat's fucking badass. She has fucking more than a handful of great songs. She only has three albums, so she's better than most people I know. Anyway, talking too much personal shit lately. But uh, yeah, that's what's been going on. That's why I haven't done anything for like a week. I did some, uh, what did we do? We did an STD that turned into an SGR, but we just released it as STD. So if you want to hear that, go to the STD um, podcast and you'll hear it. It starts off with us talking about um, Colts and how Colts go. And then uh, DK Murph had a fucking bail to go to work or go to sleep. I forget what the fuck it was. And then uh, we kind of turned into an SGR. We just started talking random shit. Uh, so that's a good one if you guys haven't heard that. It just came up like maybe like five or six days ago. Uh, I did a, I think I did a Bucks Effect. I know I did one a while back with this one author. Real cool guy. He, uh, what was really cool about the, oh wait, actually not a Bucks Effect. It was a bizarre to explain. Um, and what was really cool about that to me was, um, he, he opened up towards the end. Like by, you, you knew it, well we knew it like 20 minutes into the episode that he had opened up. But the last 10 minutes of the episode, he basically was like, I haven't told these guys, or I haven't told the stories that I told you guys to anybody, but like two friends of mine. And it's like, that's fucking cool, man. I love knowing that people open up to us and they feel super comfortable because I think that's the one thing we got going for us a lot is that people realize we're not here to fucking get your story. Like, Oh dude, let me know. So fucking, I could put that out. We're not about that shit. Like we're basically just trying to hear things that are fucking cool and like interesting as fuck. And that's what the, um, the crew network's all about. We've always been about that. We, we like hearing cool and crazy shit. We like being personable about stuff. And, um, right now we're big time promoting the prestige film festival you guys should look that up, prestigefilmfestival.com, if not .net, I, I forget. Um, but um, look it up, man, because uh, we're all going to be there. This year's going to be fucking crazy, because uh, the way it's looking, I mean, I could throw it out on this on this podcast, because, I mean, it's more personal, but if it fucking succeeds the way it is, we're probably going to move it into Redlands, California, which is a bigger city. Well, it's not really bigger. I think Beaumont's actually the same size, but Redlands is more like, a definitive city like it's pretty much the most successful city in San Bernardino County but um it's it's pretty fucking awesome man Redlands is legit I like Redlands a lot like I've gone there I fucked up I've partied I've done dumb shit out there there's there's cool people out there Redlands is a is a cool little spot and if we can get that next year wow that would be awesome. We'll get a lot more shit. We'll probably get some beer sponsors out there because Redlands somehow became the brewery spot after Hangar 24 became what it was. I mean, don't get me wrong. Hangar 24 was the shit when it first started. I love their alt beer, which is like a, a German-inspired shit, but it turns out they don't fucking sell that shit anymore, so fuck those guys. 
but I mean, if we get them sponsored, cool, hey. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was my favorite beer from them. Like, I mean, they have other beers. They have the Betty and all kind of dumb gay shit now. But I mean, it's fine, cool, whatever. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I, I just wanted to talk about it and um, how this episode. I, I started with the song "You" from Regard. Fucking really cool, fucking poppy song and. It turns out there's this whole genre. Like I said, I, I mentioned earlier, my daughter got me into a bunch of modern shit. I don't care about modern shit. Like, the only thing modern to me that I give a fuck about is, like, bands that I already like, their new shit. Like, I love Deftones new shit. Because of Chino, I love Crosses. I love Team Sleep. I love, well, Crosses is the only one that he's progressively. But I love Palms. Uh, Interpol. They dropped a new album, if you haven't heard it. Uh, I wouldn't say start there. I would probably say start with... Um, uh, Antics, probably. Yeah, their second album. It's really fucking good. Uh, like I said, my favorite, my top five favorite bands are Deftones, Interpol. It was a perfect circle and Tool for a while, but they fucking fell the fuck off, man. If you're gonna listen to Tool or Perfect Circle, listen to them pre three years ago. Like, Tool's best album is Lateralis from front to back. That's a DMT trip. Fucking beautiful as fuck. That album was awesome. Perfect Circle. Uh, I don't know. Their first two albums are fucking legit. 13 Crimes and um, Mere the Norms. Like, it's totally two different types of thing. One of them was a band that was a band, which is Mere the Norms. And then 13 Crimes. What's that? Is that right? I haven't listened to that shit in prayer. Oh, 13 Steps. That's like a half and half. Half of that album is done by the original band. And the other half is written by the new band, which was the touring band. Like, so it's kind of weird. Uh, but if you do like A Perfect Circle, listen to um, Ashes Divide. Dear God, that shit is awesome. It's the guitarist, Josh. No, not Josh. Anyway, it's the guitarist's album. It's solo album. It's fucking really fucking good. Uh, what were my other favorite bands? Ours, A O or A O, O O U R S. Every one of their fucking records is like completely different band. It's uh, Jimmy Necco. If you like Lana Del Rey, I'm talking about pop lately, but if you like Lana Del Rey, she wrote a whole song about him. She met him, and she was like, "Wow, this dude's fucking a genius," and nobody respects him enough. So she wrote a whole song about him. And um, yeah, his, the name of his band is Ours. Oh, you are? Hey! Sorry, I have the windows open. It's like 70 degrees. It's been stupid hot lately, so. Um, what else? Him. H-I-M. They were a sick-ass metal band. They were more like love metal, which is like a... That was their genre thing, but it was basically... Think about Black Sabbath Heavy with like 80s metal uh, lyrics. Super fucking great. Their last two albums are fuck. Are wait. Uh, no, their last two before. <laughs> their last album. No, yeah, their last two albums are fucking awesome. Uh, the middle era, like three and four, are fucking ridiculous. Like that was like their best pop era type shit. And then MSI is also one of my favorite fucking groups. At the Drive-In used to be one of my favorite groups, but uh, lately At the Drive-In kind of sucks. 
Um, there's a few bands like that that I've been like, eh, fuck that shit. Like, At the Drive-In, Slipknot. I love Slipknot back in the day. Their first fucking four albums are fucking awesome. They changed members. Shit sucks. Sorry. Like, a lot of people talk about, like, uh, their newer two albums. Like, oh, they're fucking perfect. Garbage. I tried listening to it. I have Amazon Unlimited. I was fucking bumping it in the fucking car with surround sound. Fucking shit sucks. <laughs> Slipknot's first album or first self-titled like big time album because their real album was like Make, Kill, Destroy or some shit that shit's whatever it's cool whatever but their first real albums of Slipknot the Nine Members fucking ridiculous Iowa still to me is their fucking perfection that's their masterpiece um yeah at the drive-in like I said Deftones Tool uh after Lateralis yeah I mean a lot of people like 10,000 Days um I'm okay with it but I'm not a big fan uh, I'm actually real old school with them. Like, I like Undertow and Opiate a lot. But Lateralis is perfection. I will, I will give them that. Uh, yeah. Interpol. MSI. A lot of people don't, like, don't get wrong, their last album sucked. But Mindless Self-Indulgence, their first two albums? Three, actually. Because fucking, uh, what is it? It goes tight. Frankenstein Girls. And then, uh. That shit's sick. Machine fucking produce it. Anyway, I'm going on a fucking random tangent. Got a little buzz going on today. But, uh, yeah, you. The song has the lyrics that, uh, go, yeah, all I see is you. How could you leave me without a chance to try? How can I be so sorry if I don't know the crime? I should be mad because you never told me why. Still, I can't seem to say goodbye. When I try to fall back, I fall back to you. When I talk to my friends, I talk about you. I haven't moved on, but trust me, I've tried. If I give you a call, to hang up the line. So, the reason why I picked that song and this subject to talk about is, uh, I've talked about it before. Me and my wife have an open relationship, and lately I've been kind of conflicted about it because, um, I guess you could say because of this. I talked about it before. There was a female at work that uh, decided she was over her husband, and she fucking kind of casually threw it out at me like, hey, I mean, I heard about you, and if you want, we can fuck around. And me and her have been fucking around for a bit, and it was fun, you know? But, of course, as always with females, feelings get attached, and uh, she started talking to me a lot more, and like, hey, have you ever thought about leaving your wife? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I was like, no. And she goes, what do you mean? I'm like, my wife is my fucking kid's mother. Like, I'm sorry, you're an awesome person and everything, but you're not the same as my wife. And she goes, what do you mean? Like, I have a kid, and I'm like, yeah, I know, but, like, my wife would have left me a long time ago if what, I, if what your husband was doing was what I was doing, yeah, I'm always, my wife's strong, like, she's, uh, fucking, she, she can be an independent woman, obviously, because she takes care of my shit, too, like, I've said this before, my, if it wasn't for my wife, I would totally be still a drug addict, I'd be all kind of fucking fucked, like, don't get me wrong, I'd be functional, I would go to work, i still have a job, and all kind of dumb, dumb shit, and my house is still be here, but it wouldn't be a home, my wife turned my house into a home, if it wasn't for her, like, fuck man my kids would, I would see them twice a week pretty much you know what I mean like it'd be like 
that kind of separation bullshit where it's like, oh, legally you get to see him whenever. It would probably be shit like that. And my wife's my fucking one. Like, the reason why I chose her wasn't because, like, well, obviously at the time when me and her hooked up and became official, like, it wasn't like she was fucking good off on money or anything. She was still in debt. She fucking owed her college, like, I don't know, like 30, 40 grand or some shit like that. Like, that was the main reason why I got the prenup. As much as everybody, like, talks about it and everything. Like I said, dude, get a prenup. Prenup should fucking... Because the way California law is, at least, it, I shouldn't have to fucking pay for my wife the rest of her fucking life just because I married her and chose her at one point. No, that's bullshit. Don't get me wrong. I believe in child support. That's fine. Yeah, like, I should take care of my kids. And my kids should be fine if me and my wife split up. That Yeah, that's a guarantee. But take care of my wife, too? Fuck that. You're, like, I left you. <laughs> I shouldn't have to take care of you. But my kids, that's a different story. Those are my kids. Uh, I'm I'm sorry that I'm one of those people. I, uh, I know there's a bunch of shitty people in the world. Uh, personally, I know people that are like that, where it's like, oh, nah, fine, nah, I'm not paying for my kid. But, I mean, yeah, there are those people. I love my wife. I'm never going to leave her. The whole thing with my open relationship is just the way I am. I'm a very sexual person. I'm a very... I have needs, and it, it, it sounds fucking super stupid and primitive as fuck. Uh, me and Murph have talked about this on STDs before, where it's like, oh yeah, dude, like, fucking, you know, sex is whatever to me, but I, I need it, you know, or like, I want it a lot, you know, or like, that's just me. Yeah, that's kind of a simple way of saying it, but there's more to that. And uh, so the reason why I chose that song and, uh, and those lyrics apply is uh, lately I've been thinking about it more and more. Like I said, I challenged that girl in my work. Where she was like, hey, why don't we do something, you know? I'm leaving my husband, why don't you leave her? I was like, fuck you. I was like, yeah, sex is fun and everything with you. It's all good. You wanted this. I didn't really, I, if I wanted it, I would have been bugging you before. Like, you should leave your husband. Fucking, hey, what is it? My dick. But I wasn't that guy. But when she brought it up to my attention, like, hey, I heard about you and your whole situation. And I'm leaving my husband. I was like, oh, yeah, fucking, what's up? So it was cool. And we had fun. It's been a few months. I forget how long. Like, I, I threw it out on one of the podcasts. Uh, uh, I think it was titled, like, A Woman at Work or some shit, or This Lady at My Work, or A Girl at My Work, or um, So it's been pretty much that long, and uh, I kind of had to end it. Like I said, like, I fucking... I, I didn't go off on her. We talked. Like, it wasn't like we were yelling at each other. We're, we're fucking... She's, she's, a, she's a smart person, dude. I... I, I don't feel like, oh, yeah, she's fucked. She's never going to find anybody. Nah, she's going to find somebody. Don't get me wrong. Worst case scenario, she'll find somebody shitty. Because, A, she's attractive as fuck. B, she's really smart. Like, she knows how to handle herself and shit like that. So, and she's had a good job. Like, fucking, she can find a loser that doesn't work, that has a good dick or some shit or whatever fuck she wants, and she'll be fine. But, realistic-wise, she'll find somebody good. She's dated people at my work, other people at our work before, so, I mean... At worst, I hope she doesn't get back with that with the, the, her ex, which is a guy from my work. Dude's a piece of shit. He's a fucking beat her up and shit like that. So hopefully not that. But it got me thinking. There was another female in my work that I've been messing around with this whole time and shit like that. You know, like not all the fucking time, but like casually every so often. And uh, during my brother's whole thing, like from his death till his memorial. I call it, because it wasn't really a funeral, we didn't bury him, you know, he was already ashes by that point, 
she would fucking casually text me and shit. It kept fucking bugging me. And I was like, hey, I'm dealing with a lot right now. Oh, I'm really sorry. I just want to fucking let you know I care. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Fucking whatever. And she kept fucking bugging. And eventually I told her, I was like, hey, like, you're really bothering me right now? I'm at his house with his family in Arizona. Like, I, I fucking drove out of state to go fucking deal with shit. Like, that was my breathing time. I literally used it to go out of state to go do a shit. I was like, hey, leave me the fuck alone right now. Like, fucking seriously, I'm telling you, don't fucking text me. Stop. And it was, at first she was like, fine. Fuck, we're just friends. Whatever, dude. And it's funny because she used the word dude. And I've always said this to pretty much any girl that's ever listened or, like, paid attention or got that deep into being with me or dealing with me. If you ever call me dude or if I call you dude, to me, that's, like, just a friend. That's literally friend zoning me. If some chick that I've been on top of or inside <laughs> says, dude, I'm like, oh, shit's over. <laughs> Unless she's, like, fucking stupid young. Because at the time, like I said, remember, I got single again at, like, 26. And I was dating, like, 20-year-olds. So they'd be like, what up, dude? And I was like, fuck, shut the f- Stop saying that. Like, please, shut up. You can tell your fucking dumb friends that shit, but don't tell me that shit. I don't know. It's just, it's just super dumb to me. Like, even the girls that, uh... I fucked around with that were like actually friends of mine like I knew them for friends for years before when I was with my ex and shit like that and and then when we split up and I started just hanging out with them like all my friends like the ones that I fucked around with I wouldn't call them dude I wouldn't call them dudette or nothing like that like none of that shit so for her to get all crazy and be like fine whatever I'll leave you alone dude sorry for bothering you I was like shut the fuck up I want to read you some of her texts I saved this shit a while back, so here it goes. This is her her words, and I'll tell you my words. Her words were, yeah, it's been years. I was heartbroken, but I was happy for you. I knew how much you wanted children, and I knew you'd be a great father. I didn't want to hurt or be the cause of anything negative in your life. That's why I left our department. It's time I work. Hoping you'd never think of me again, and I'd never think of you again. It was hard. I never thought you'd leave or push me aside. I'm sorry. It was a lot to share, but I didn't mean to. And this is all while I was like driving at work one day. So I texted back like, really? I figured we were both just lusting for each other and we knew we could never be anything but a forbidden thing. You had your family. Yeah, this chick fucking literally was married with like three kids. Yeah, three kids. Uh, two of them from her husband, but the other one's from like fucking when she was like right after high school or some shit. And I always wanted to have one. Oh, okay. I knew you had your family, and I always wanted to have one. And I thought being the way I was, I'd never get one. The way I'm, what I'm saying with that is, um, at the time I was fucking around. Like I said, I jumped. My numbers jumped from 13 to 76. Like I didn't give a fuck. I really was, I gave up on everything. Like my first love in my head was everything. I was like, fuck, I'm never gonna feel this way again. Cause at the time, I literally was one of those guys where it's like, oh yeah, you love once. Nah, I've learned my lesson since. You can love a bunch of people. It's, I mean, people that are in love once and they're like, oh, it's my chosen one. They don't want to hear that shit. But in reality, you can love multiple times. It's not a fucking thing. Share has a song about it. Fucking feel in love another time or some shit. I forget the fucking name of it. But yeah, you can literally love more than one person. It doesn't mean you uh, love them all the same, though. Like I said, I, I've lusted after people and I've loved people. I've I've been in love multiple times. 
not just the one time, which I originally at the time I thought it was going to be. I've loved other people too. Like there was people in the middle of me being all this horrible person that I was like, man, I love this person. And so I just gave up everybody else and just focused on them. So there's that. And it just didn't work out. And eventually I stayed with my wife, you know, cause like I said, I've dated her for years and shit. Uh, what else? Oh, I told her you're happy with your new job, right? It wasn't pushing you aside or just going back to reality. We were a fantasy for each other. And then her reply was, I wanted to be swept away, but I knew what you wanted and I knew I could never give you everything you deserved. I was happy to just be near you and thought I always would be. Even when you started, as she put quotation marks, dating your wife, I knew it couldn't be anything more than a secret, but it didn't matter to me because I had you. This is something that's come up a lot. Uh, I think it's something that I've said. I, I've, I know I've said it on STD before. When you're with that person, like physically with that person, that's what matters. Like, I've dated people that were cheating on their husbands, or fucking girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever the fuck. And they were like, you know, like, oh, you know, I have my boyfriend. And I'm like, yeah, but he ain't here. And at first started off as like a shitty whatever. But in reality, like, when I started keep continuing to talk to these people and continue to date them, they would tell me, they'd be like, Hey, you know I saw my man, right? And I'm like, yeah. It doesn't matter. As long as when you're with me, you're with me. Like, I don't give a fuck about tomorrow. Like, right now, while we're together, I want you to focus on me. And just like, I'm focusing on you. And so, I'm pretty sure I told her that. Because like I said, this is like an actual like relationship that lasted a while. So, she kind of said that. Like I said, uh, uh, what was it? I didn't want to be a, more anything more than a secret, but it didn't matter to me because I had you. And like I said, that's what it was. It was like, yeah, you have me right now. While I'm here with you, I'm yours. Uh, it was a fantasy, a secret fairy tale that I hope would never end. But deep down, I had feelings, and I couldn't let them get in the way of your happiness. So I turned into a bitch and decided if I couldn't love you anymore, that I would hate you. I've had this a few times. I've had girls that literally fucking flipped out. I talked about it before. There was this one chick in my work. Um, my wife actually met her. My wife loved her. She was, my wife was like, she's fucking cool. And I was like, no, she's not. <laughs> I'm like, she's really cool right now. But wait till you get to know her more. She's horrible. This chick literally, when, she, like, in the beginning when we were fucking around and shit, she was like, yeah, hey, I know you're fucking around with other people. So am I. But, like, I can tell you really like me. And I was like, okay. And like I said, she would hit me up all the time. Like, whenever I was going out with my buddies and shit, she's like, hey, what are you doing tonight? I was like, oh, I'm going to go to my buddies. Oh, is it okay if I go by? I'm like, I guess. Let me see. And I would talk, talk to my buddies and be like, yeah, dude, I'm going to fuck, whatever. Oh, uh, yeah, you should come by. And fucking, she was super aggressive, but I never really thought about it because at the time, I was a fucking drug addict, first off. And then second, it was like, it was fun. I had a guarantee at the night, like, and this chick would fuck, and she was bi. So, like, there was times where, like, she would come to my buddy's house and there'd be another girl there that I'd be hitting off with, and she would jump on that girl too, and we'd fuck that girl together. Fucking ridiculous. Awesome. Never had anything bad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, fuck yeah, this is awesome. Like, what's the worst that could happen? We fuck another girl? Like, oh, this is great. Me and her fucking were perfect. Like, me and her, I thought me and her would be together. She was the only close, like, consideration between my wife and her. Like, because she talked about having kids, too, one day. She was like, oh, my my uh, my nieces are awesome. My nephew's awesome. Like, I want to have a kid one day. I was like, that's all I want, too. She's like, well, maybe we could think about that in the future if we ever get together. I was like, all right, cool. Never truly told me what she really felt. And I've said this before, 
tell people how you really feel. Yeah, of course, you'll fucking lose a lot because people are going to, I don't feel that way. But the one person that you really do feel that way about or you have feelings for, they might have feelings too and they're hiding them just as much as you, if not better. They might have that. So like I said, if I would have changed everything, who knows? Maybe I would have ended up with her right now. But um, yeah, literally, the little bit that I would tell her, she would just take those cues. And uh, yeah, I, I, mean, I mean, I fucked that shit up big time with her. Like, uh, I fucked her best friend. She was like, this is my best friend. We and her fuck all the time. I was like, oh, really? And we would go out and everything as a group. And every so often when she would act a fool, I was like, hey, you got to fucking go. Like, I can't deal with this shit. And she would fucking be all pissed off and get a ride home. I would hang out with her friend. And her friend, after two or three times of that shit, was like, hey, what are you doing tonight? I was like, not a whole lot. She like, you want to come back to my house? I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. Ended up fucking her best friend. And it was funny because her best friend even knew, like, hey, like, this is all great and everything, but don't tell her. I was like, okay, yeah. And I've told you guys this before. I can hold secrets for fucking years till death. I'm, I'm one of those guys. So, yeah, after, I guess, a few times of doing that and realizing that her friend had no, had no idea, we kept it up. We fucked around for the longest time. It was awesome, man. Like I said, it was whatever. And... We had to play it off every so often whenever the main girl, um, I'll call her Samuel, because that was my nickname for her. Her real name is Samantha, but Samuel I used to call her. Because she was, like I said, for being a bisexual chick, she was really dominant. She was a really, like, she could have been, if, like, trans shit was back in the day, she probably would have flipped and just said that she was a boy, but never did any surgery or nothing like that. She was just hardcore. She still is. She's pretty fucking cool. Like, so I see her at work every so often. She's still a cool person. Still gives me hugs and shit and everything's kind of still kind of awkward, but whatever. We laugh about it now. Um, yeah, uh, the few times that we we were at her house or all three of us were together, she'd be like, "Hey, you want to fuck my friend?" Like, I'm gonna fuck her today. I was like, "I guess," and I'd have to play it off, even though I'd already had fucked the friend. Like, and would have to talk to the friend like, "Hey, I think we're supposed to hook up today, all of us." She's like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah." Like, let's play it off like this is the first time. Okay, so. I, I get where that comes from. The whole, like, um, you know, it's a fantasy. It's over. And I was going to be a bitch. This chick flipped out and was totally a bitch. And then when I finally stopped talking to her and I started dating a, another girl, like, actually just exclusively dating her, she fucking lost it, dude. She started shit with that girl. They got into a physical fight. It was fucking nuts. That was one of, like, the only real issues I ever had. And, like I said, that's out of, what, 13 to 76 is what? 63 so 63 different people I slept with in that time I had like three conflicts well, so that's pretty good okay let's see now, deep down I had feelings I couldn't let them go so I turned to a bitch and said I couldn't love you then I would hate you I hate my job and I maybe I always will but I'll make it work for now but seeing you again feeling your hands touching me and your kisses I wish you loved me so yeah that's like one of the last times we all hung out, which is pretty recent, like a few months back. Uh, I saw her at work. She hit me up and she just fucking threw it down. She was just like, hey. And I was like, what's up? She's like, because she, she's an executive person, man. She works with fucking like high up. She wears dresses all the time and everything. She's like, I'm not wearing panties. I was like, shut up. And uh, we ended up being alone for long enough. And, uh, you know, she grabbed my hand, fucking pushed it up her fucking dress and yeah I felt it and I was like oh fuck this sucks and yeah we ended up making out doing all kind of shit so that's what she's talking about with there and I said I didn't want to love 
again for so long. I was just chasing feelings and you were one of the best ones. That's just me being honest. I don't, at the time when I met her, like I said, it was 26, 20, 28 probably, like when I first met her, because we fucked around for years, or at least a year or so. She goes, I told her, I was like, I don't want to care about anybody ever again. I just want to make people happy. Like, if I could physically make you happy, I don't, then I did my job. I don't care to love anybody. I, I really was, like, afraid to love again. And that's what happened, man. I got hurt. I got fucking hurt real bad. It fucked me up. Um pretty sure I talked about this on Boozing Dudes or Bucks Effect or whatever. But yeah, it fucked me up, man. My ex fucking, that shit fucked me up. I could talk all kind of shit now and be like, oh yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine now. But at the time, fuck no, I wasn't. I was putting up the dumbest front possible, probably. Like, I know uh, there was a party at one of Bucks' houses back in the day when he lived in Yukaipa. But I fucking lost it, dude. I was like, hey man, I can't fucking be here. I'm pretty sure I was crying telling him this like right before I left like dude I can't fucking be here I, I can't deal with this shit and he's like what the fuck cause he's drunk you know fucking all of us are drinking and shit but I, I was it fucked me up so much that it sobered me up and I was like brutally honest I remember his wife um Miss Books like pulling me inside and being like are you alright and I was like no and she's like what the fuck you want me to kick her out I was like no like what the fuck like I don't want you to start anything for it. she's like nah fuck that I'll do this shit and she fucking walked away and then I ended up talking to Bucks and shit and I was like yeah, dude, I, I gotta fucking go, dude. I can't deal with any of this shit. And, uh, yeah, he was fucking cool, as always. Like I said, Bucks is our fucking ringleader, man. He, he's... If this was a circus, we're all animals, and he's the fucking zookeeper. Or the fucking ringmaster. Like, he's the one with the whip, dude. Like, we could all kid aside and say, nah, dude, we're all equal. Fuck no, dude. He's He runs the fucking show. I know that much, at least. Um, and yeah, uh... That, that's kind of like I said how it was like I, I was fucked dude I didn't want to care about anybody physically ever again like I could have fun with people but I didn't give a fuck about what happened to them I didn't want to care about them tomorrow like I only wanted to care about them while I was with them and that's kind of where that whole grounding thing happened where it's like hey when you're with me you're with me I don't give a fuck about you with your boyfriend I don't want to hear that shit I don't want to fucking know about it I don't give a fuck when you're with me you're with me and that's kind of where that shit started and then, like I said, I said, I was just chasing feelings and you were one of the best ones. Yeah, she was cool. She was really good times for when she was because I knew she was genuine. She was one of those girls that was genuine. There was, there was a bunch of those girls. And, and like I said, those what, what is it, fucking 63 people? There's a bunch of those girls that were like, what if? Like, think of fuck. They were just like me, bro. They were just like, yeah, like, I like fucking, like, let's fuck. Like, all right, cool. Or I like you. Fucking good times. Um, but this one was different. Like I said, she was married. I, I, I didn't think she was ever going to leave her husband. I just thought she was fucking having a good time. And so what I told her was, everything would light up when you were around. I felt so important. Oh, wait, no, that's me. No, I, okay, so I told her I was just chasing feelings, and you were one of the best ones. And then she replied, everything would light up when you were around. I felt so important. You made me feel like I was the most beautiful girl in the world. And so my reply back to her was, glad you felt that way. Which sounds so shitty, man. Like like I said, these are all just me just texting right away. And then I told her this. This is actually genuine and truthful. Everything I told you was real. And that's how I felt at the time. Don't ever forget your worth. You are beautiful. This chick is fucking... It's crazy, dude. Like, if I, if I was on my own, a loser guy, and she basically was like, I'm going to leave my husband, this chick's fucking banging. 
<laughs> it's funny. Like, she's super hot. And, like, she has fucking... She has a legit job, dude. Like, I would... I could totally settle down with this chick. But it's just... I don't know what it was. I never felt, like... I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, the way I saw it from my point of view with her was... I was her toy. Like, I was her weekend fun. You know what I mean? Like, she had her husband... She had her life, because she has a fucking nice house. She has fucking nice shit. Her kids all went to college, like, or are going to college. Like, she's legit. She has a fucking well-off job. She's important. She makes probably, like, 80 to 100K a year, which, I mean, the way I have it set up, me and my wife barely make that together. Like, we're nowhere, well, we're, like, 80-something tax-wise, but, I mean, take-home, probably, like, 60. Um, she... Like I said, she's fucking legit. She has a fucking career. She's a... If I was married to her, I could be a stay-at-home dad type shit. But it still wasn't enough for me. Like, I don't know what it was. Like, just the way... Sexually, everything was great. Fucking awesome. But I don't know. It's just... I didn't feel that same connection like she did. And it's funny because she's only telling me this shit now. At the time, she was always just like, Oh, I like this. Oh, yeah, that. That, that feels good. That, she never fucking told me... I felt so important with you. I felt like I was everything. She never told me any of this shit until after the fact, which is now. And it's like, fuck you. I'm not ruining my marriage and my fucking kids' lives for you. Sorry. Not happening. But like I said, even before my kids, when I was just fucking around with her and I was just dating my wife. No. And it's fucking crazy to think. There's, there's, there's another chick, another one of my exes that like wanted me to fucking live with her. She wanted me to be her kid's dad, she told me. This bitch is making like 120k a year now. She's technically my boss's boss. Like <laughs> she oversees my department. So my boss, my direct boss and supervisor, there's manager and there's director and everything. She oversees those people's shit. And when I see her to this day, she's still super cool with me, man. Like we had a grudge, we had a whole thing. That was the one, I don't know if I mentioned this on SGR, but She's the one who accused me of giving her fucking um, HPV. And I was like, fuck you, bitch. And it turns out it wasn't me. It was the fucking dude after me. So, yay. But she um, she's cool now. Years aside, like I said, she pulled me aside one day. She basically was like, hey, I'm really sorry for everything that happened. You know, I was dealing with a lot. I was like, yeah, whatever. And I wish I was as mature as I am now. Because at the time, I was like, fuck you. But I didn't say that. I just was like, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. While she's talking to me, like, I'm really sorry the way I treated you. And that's kind of, like, I, I messed up. And I was like, yeah, I know. But in reality, I should have just been like, yeah, I get it. It's fine. It shit happens. Like, it sucks. But but I'm just glad that she got over it. And now, like I said, she's my boss's boss. She can fuck me if she wanted to. She could just be like, oh, hey, uh, here's five people that I want to change their thing. And just pick me as one of those five people. She could, fuck, she could do that. She has the power to do that shit. She ain't fuck with me. We've run across each other multiple times since, and she's been really cool. Um, so I can't hold that account. Like I said, I, I've said this before. I know I've said this on STD before. There's only like two to three women out of everybody I've been with that like don't like me or like we have issues. I don't think it's that they don't like me. It's that we have issues where it's like, oh, I don't fucking want to see that person. And that's it. And she was one of them. So now that's crossed off. She's fucking super cool. Yeah, okay. Let's go back. Everything would light up when you're around. I felt so important. You made me feel like the most beautiful girl in the world. I told her, uh, glad to hear you felt that way. Everything I told you was real. And that's how I felt. 
Don't ever forget your worth. I, dude, I've said that to so many fucking females in my life. Why do you fucking hold yourself so low? I wanted you, which meant I thought about you up here. Like, obviously higher than me. So why are you thinking about yourself less? Like, ah, fuck, man. Women need to fucking realize that their worth is so much higher. Don't get me wrong. As much as you guys want to say it's a misogynistic world, fine. Think that. Prove them wrong. Take advantage of that one shitty fucking misogynistic guy that wants you hard. Take advantage of his shit. I mean, we, I've talked about this with my wife before. You know, she's like, you wanted a daughter, you got one. She's the oldest. What are you going to think when she does something to take advantage of somebody and, like, moves up? I'm like, as long as she knows what she's doing, fine. But if she's whoring it, that's horrible, you know? Don't get me wrong. But if she's taking advantage of the situation, using a shitty guy for fucking whatever, it moves up. Ugh. There's conflicts in there, but at the same time, I've done that too. So I can't. It sucks to say. Like I said, you always want the best for your kids. You want them to deal with, or you want them to have better than you had. But if in the end, I don't know, it's weird. It's it's a weird thought. Um, but yeah, like I said I, it's something I think about all the time. And then, uh, what did she say? Glad to hear you felt that way. Everything I told you was real. I don't want to be just another lady you lust over. And then I told her, I may not be allowed to, but I do care for you deeply, and I always will be here for you. That is true. I do care about people that I have genuine connections with. I'm not allowed to care deeply for you, but I do have a deep thought for you. Like, like just like my friends. I care about them more so. Dude, it's, it's fucked up to say. I mean, especially now that my, my brother's gone. The dudes, like... I still call them the booze and dudes people, but like the crew, the crew network, DK, Dick Powers now, um, and Big Bucks, those guys are fucking more important to me than my family, like, in a way, like, my brothers, I see them a lot, I give a fuck about them, and I'll fucking do anything for them, I fought people for my brothers, like, my brother that I don't talk about as much, the one that's still around, I've gotten into fucking fist fights with people over talking shit about him and like I was just in a room and they're talking shit and I was like oh, okay whatever I'll listen to it for a little bit you know everybody's entitled or whatever but then when they continue to talk shit and kept going I fucking checked him I was like hey that's my fucking brother you're talking about what are you talking about that's not your brother no? yeah that's my fucking brother oh dude I didn't mean anything fuck yeah he did I fucking heard every goddamn thing he said and I fucking went off on those people and a few of them ended up in fights I fought those people I didn't tell my brother anything about it. Because what the fuck does it need me for him? He don't, he don't fucking need to know that shit. But fuck that, dude. Like, you fuck with me and my family, I will fucking destroy you. On the spot, if not, ruin your fucking life for a long time. I will fucking throw out facts. I will throw out secrets. I don't give a fuck. I will ruin your shit. Because you fucking fucked with my family. You fuck with my friends? Like I said, my real friends? Because I only have so many. Bucks. Powers. DK, uh, Big Daniel out there. He knows where he's at. Um, fuck, how many other fucking friends? I only have a handful now that I would call genuine friends. I have fucking acquaintances and colleagues and fucking fuck-off buddies and shit, but genuine friends, I literally have a handful. I'm real tight. I will fuck you up or go the fuck off on you. I will talk to you like, like a piece of shit. If you fucking 
fuck with or talk shit about those guys. I will defend them forever. I don't know. That's just how I am. Like, I I don't know. Like, it's it's so weird. The whole idea of, like, if I give a fuck about you or care about you at any point, I will... I, I feel that way forever. Until you personally fucking burn me or bail out or whatever. I care too much about you. I will defend you more than probably you will defend yourself. Because I see you differently than you see yourself. Just like I'm pretty sure my friends see me better than I see myself. I see myself as like just an old person that struggles and tries and everything else. But it's always been funny to hear like the people I call brother. Like their version of me sounds fucking awesome, dude. It makes me want to fucking try harder and be a better person or like step up to shit. And, um, yeah, (laughs) I guess that's the lesson for the day. This lady taught me that. This lady taught me, like I said, my feelings are important and your feelings are important too. Don't just like brush shit off. If you feel a certain way, think about it and like focus on it for a little bit. Not fucking forever, obviously, because then you get all crazy. But focus on it for enough time to be like, you know what? That is important to me or fuck, what the fuck was I thinking type shit. Like get that thought out. And realize where you're at with shit. And realize that people do care about what you say and how you feel about them. Like I said, this chick fucking went crazy. And um, it got me realizing I need to mellow it out with the whole thing. And especially now that my daughter's getting older and she's able to question shit, it's making me think so much more about like my whole open relationship thing. Like I said, we have rules, we have guidelines and shit, but at the same time, it's like, is it worth it? What am I getting out of it? Like, I was having fun, dumb fun, but now it's not even. Especially when this is the shit that I get back for it. Like, the latest one was that girl in my work that was like, hey, I'm leaving my husband. You want to fuck around? Cool. Everything was great for a while. And then all of a sudden, she's like, hey, you want to leave your wife? Like, bitch, fuck you. I'm not leaving my wife for you. Like, nah. The idea for her to think that in my head, because like I said, she's young. She's like 26, 27. In my head, all I thought was, like, you have no definition of nothing. Like, I know you love your son and everything, and that's great, because you should, but she keeps thinking she can graduate up. I'll be her ladder. Like, her husband was her first rung of the ladder. She stepped up on him. Now she realizes there's other shit better. I'm the new ladder step, and then she's going to fucking find somebody else. Fuck that. Don't ever settle for some somebody that's like, you're great for now. Nah pay attention to what people say and pay attention to how people act like I said this chick opened up a lot she she got crazy in my head she got crazy for me that sucks but I threw it out in the beginning like yeah nah this isn't for this the way you're acting nah this isn't normal and all she's like no 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 I'll calm down it's fine maybe it's because I spaced her out enough and there was like a years or so in between every time we'd fuck around but yeah hearing and reading this shit out loud she was fucking out of it, man. And I was like, what the fuck did she expect from me? For me to, like, live a double life? Like, oh, yeah, I got my wife, my kid, and I'll fuck around with you forever, too. Fuck that. Like, it's not worth it. I mean, uh, I don't know. Like, maybe if you're, like, you know, never 
fucking been with a chick or nothing like that, like an incel type person, like, yeah, like, pussy sounds fucking awesome to you. And, it, and it, don't get me wrong, it is really great. As a hetero man, I mean, well, I, fucking bisexual women fucking love puss too. But I mean, it's great, but it's not fucking everything. And as much as they always joke around, like, oh, fucking pussy makes the world go around because it makes fucking men motivated to fucking be better that way women want them more yeah that's true to an extent but once you get that you're fucking always set and the old joke always goes show me a beautiful woman and I'll show you a man that's next to her that's tired of fucking her because that's what exactly what happens once you get the prize once you win that title you're the best you're fucking the champion you won the trophy and all that shit from then on you're just defending it it's like is it worth it if it is, then yeah, you're golden. You're set. But when you're happy and content with what you have and just developing that into something better than it can be, that's where it becomes the game, like the prize. Because most people just chase that thing like, I want to be the best and I have the best. This chick's the best. I got it. I got her. But do you really? Like once you get somebody, there's still the ever long fucking task of keeping them happy. And that's the thing that nobody likes to talk about. Like, just because you got a girl and everything doesn't mean that she's yours forever. You have to continue to make them happy. Just like they have to continue to make you happy. Otherwise, you get bored and you fuck off. You do your own thing. My wife was understanding with me in my situation. She knew how I was. And she was like, alright, hey, here's this. Like, deal with your shit. Whatever, I just don't want to know about it. I just want to know these things. You're protected. Um, you're not bringing shit back to me never in our house like there was rules you know what I mean all those aside everything worked out but now like I said maybe it's just now that I'm getting older and like my kids are getting older I don't care it's not even fun to me the last time I had fun was with this new chick that threw it at me she came to me and told me she wanted me that's what got me off me chasing shit I'm done with that don't get me wrong I'll see a beautiful woman and I'll be like fuck that's fucking She's gorgeous. That could be fun. But then once you get to know him, you'd be like, never mind, not worth it. Or maybe it is worth it. So I guess I'll just leave it at that. And uh, I'll kill it out with this one song. Like I said, it was uh, it's called Bedroom Pop. And uh, I like it a lot. Uh, Regard was the one that I was playing earlier. But now I'm going to play you guys uh, some Diane. Uh, oh shit, sorry. Hold on. I think my parents are here. Daniela Andret fucking ridiculous if you guys never heard of her she's ridiculous she's awesome i'm gonna kill you out with that here it is